Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode. Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. And welcome to our mini-series, Pixelexia and the Glitches. Something is not right in Gamerville. Players are AFK, RPG is a little too real, and Felix can't fix it. There's only one thing to do. Time to get on the star road to the special zone. Grab your boosters, ready the extra lives, and tally up the XPs. It's going to be a pixelated ride. We are on episode three out of five of our gaming mini-series. And this week we are talking pixels. The King of Queens has upcycled to president while Happy Gilmore has been practicing his hammer swings. Together with the tricksy gameplay of Tyrion Lannister, they must save the world from an alien attack. It's Battlestation's arcade, and the old games are brought to life in giant, pixelated blocks of joy. Love it or hate it, it's worth watching a giant Pac-Man eat its maker's arm. <laughs> Frida. what do you think it's such a mixed bag right it's such a mixed bag because you know there's so many great people and i think adam sandler his movies managed to attract like fantastic people yeah and i've heard it's because he's a wonderful person and he makes it really really fun like it'll be on location and he treats everyone really well and they honestly just have a fantastic time and so they come to work for him again. That's, That's so what I've heard. to know. That's such a nice thing to hear. I know. I definitely think so- like Adam Sandler comedy is a very specific type of comedy that doesn't, isn't necessarily my, my vibe. But I like, I'm so conflicted with this because like, I love to check what Rotten Tomato scores are. And, um. This only got 17%. And I'm sorry, but yeah. I think this is like a super fun movie. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's stupid yeah. and bad, but there are things in it that are great. <laughs> Do you know what it is? As well. I think it's that it does this, it, what it's trying to do, it either goes too far or not far enough in some of it you know so it's like there's moments Mm. where you're just kind of like oh that was a bit too much and then there's other moments where you're going come on just like push it push it just go for it and yeah yeah Yeah, it's because no one no one gives a shit everyone's like sleepily following movie tropes the entire time except for somebody that i'm i'm gonna wait okay cool until it's time to talk about (laughs) okay well um what do you have any cast cast comments um Fiona Shaw, ha 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 ha, world sexiest prime minister mug or whatever. (laughs) She is so funny. Like she surprised me when she rocked up a lot. (laughs) Um, Brian Cox as well. He's just like, I don't know. I really like him. He's such a legend. (laughs) Um, And Josh Gad. Josh Gad, Josh Gad, Josh Gad. He completely (laughs) elevates the movie. It's like I said, no one gives a shit except for Josh Gad. I love him so much. He really commits good for him. You beautiful Nubian mad, all this, you know. Uh, I'm going to wait until the question. I'm not. But Josh Gad, Josh Gad, Josh Gad, Josh Gad. I mean, like. He's he's incredible. He's just incredible. Incredible. 
he makes me laugh so much. Josh Gad makes me laugh so much in everything he's in. Except for when he's doing movies where he's not trying to make you laugh, which I am 100% for as well. I just think he's incredible. I love him. Um, he's everything. So And he's he's like... um, I loved his sort of all over the place sexuality yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it. Um... I really liked, I mean, we just have to give a, just a little shout out to De- the fact that Dan Aykroyd rocked in and just went, yeah, go uh, on, yeah. give He's you a such cameo. such a good announcer. Peter <laughs> um, And just yeah. also, I loved just that little idea that you had like the creator of Pac-Man as a character. <laughs> just, uh, I really enjoyed that. He was funny. <laughs> it was just, he was great. It, it was really random. It was like, this is, yeah, this works. I like this. But what, can we just for one second, just... <laughs> Just one moment of Kevin James as president of the United Oof. States. I, I was hoping that we just can 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 we ignore no. that? I mean, no, that that he's... it's so bad. Like everything up until Josh Gad coming in, pretty much, I was just like, I'm not the the. the <laughs> it's so bad. It it's is so dumb. No, it's just and like I do. I love Kevin James, but it's like. <laughs> What is happening? Um, okay, yeah. well, are there any particular scenes? I have so much about this movie to talk about. But is there any scenes in particular that you're like, yeah, that one? I've got one for my question four that I'm saving. Okay. Um, and so, oh, yeah. Something I thought was so hilarious. Um, again, Josh Gad, I mean, yeah. he's just a genius. But uh, they're like, so are you going to introduce me to your girlfriend? And he's like, fiance and then they look at each other like yeah just i can't repeat it but it's just so funny um yeah that was really funny it's just great um i love yeah i love the scene in hyde park when they play gallagher i love it which one which one is that uh when they go to hyde park with the snake yeah when they go to yeah Oh yeah, and then and then they're like, wait, we have to shoot down the thing. And Brian Cox, or oh no, was it who was the British? Sean Bean. Sean Bean was like, we're shooting a beer commercial, and they're like, yeah. all right, gotcha. <laughs> I just love it. It's so random. It's just so weird. It's like you said, like Adam Sandler just attracts these people. He's just like Sean Bean's now in Hyde Park, and they're what is happening? But it's oh, uh-huh. it's, I think it's a great scene, and I love the graphics. I love. I, I we can talk about it a bit more, I guess, in a while. But like, I do love this whole like pixels, well, like voxels thing that they're doing with them. Um, just the effects of how they all kind of fall around and just mm-hmm. that the images that they kind of give. I loved it. Um, and I just, there's just one moment as well that I just <laughs> thought it was hilarious, but also so stupid. And it's when they, uh, so when they win and like, cause the, you know, the, it's that whole like army guys bullying and like, Oh yeah, you're stupid. You don't know nerds, whatever. And then they win and then they come out and they're in their uniforms and there's smoke everywhere. And the army guys are all clapping them. So they walk through like the scene from Armageddon when the guys all walk out to go on the ship. Uh, uh. <laughs> I have a question of why they need those uniforms, especially her. <laughs> why does she need a uniform and not, I don't know, her combat uniform? This, is, this is like the thing that you always say about um, when they make <laughs> when they make stuff and they have the time to make displays. 
Like the fact I, that they have the time to make graphics displays. Like, when did you make the uniforms? When did you have time to make these really specific uniforms? I know, but why isn't she in her uniform? What the fuck? Because she's one of them. She's one of the nerds. <laughs> Sure. Um, Okay. All right. Let's move into the questions then. Question number one. um, Any notes on this type of gaming era style? Fine. I I guess, yeah, just again, uh, these were banned completely um, when I was little. Uh, Gaming devices and anything like that. All these gaming things. I was so desperate to play them. And instead, I had to stick with the shitty games on my Mac that, you know, you'd yeah. sort of, it'd be like, there is a line in front of you. What will you want to do? Throw net. Your net missed. You know, throw again <laughs> or whatever. Like that was, and I became so addicted that my dad threatened to throw my computer out the window once. No. Um, but yeah, yeah, he did. I, I just was always so desperate. When I got older, like when I was a teenager, I would go to the arcade with my friends. And also once I had a birthday party there and everything, but... Yeah, I just was, it was banned. I wasn't allowed. It was completely banned. And then to this day, because of that, I have a prejudice against games as well. So when my son wants to play him, I was like, I don't know if you should. I know it's just my parents seeping through me. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Feeding through. I like that. Why can't I do this, mom? Because my parents wouldn't let me. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's bad. Okay, well, I I kind of looked in the same kind of vein as I have been. I was just like looking historically at, at what types of games these are. And I just want to say, so the games that they actually play in Pixels are Galaga, which is a fixed shooter arcade game, Donkey Kong, Centipede, also a shooter game, uh, Pac-Man, Cubert, and Duck Hunt, also a shooter game. These are the old ones that feature. Uh, it's mm. So mainly, I think the point of it is that they're playing Galaga mostly and the, aside from the Pac-Man scene and the Donkey Kong scene they're the three that they play I think isn't it and it's just interesting because th- so these are all games from the 80s so they really stuck with this vibe that all the games that they were doing was like uh, so we had Pac-Man from 80 Donkey Kong 81 Galaga 81 and um, I was just interested like because we talked about the kind of platform game with um, Donkey Kong in uh, Wreck-It Ralph episode but gun games actually existed way back when. And are we surprised? Gun games. <laughs> really? <laughs> so mechanical versions first appeared in England, actually, in the early 1900s, before they got to America by the 20s, which I definitely would have thought it would have been the other way around. Uh, but light guns weren't incorporated until the 30s, and that was for electromechanical games. So games like Galaga, Centipede and Duck Hunt didn't come into existence until the 70s when the mechanical part was taken out and the games got electrocentric. So they're Mm. referred to as 2D or pseudo 3D light gun games. And light guns are used in electronic video games and work in the opposite manner to mechanical counterparts. So the sensor in the gun is pulling the trigger, allow uh, the sensor in the gun and pulling the trigger allows it to receive light from the on-screen targets. And I just thought that was oh, kind nice. of interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh, ah, cool. I never thought about how it works. That's cool. Yeah. I was like, when you think about that, like the fact that they're, I always find it interesting. Some like, you think about time being like a hundred years ago and you're like, oh, 
people didn't know how to do things 100 years ago. And like, yeah, they did. There's so many cool things that were done <laughs> that we then develop. But because of our technology development is so quick now that like we kind of forget how amazing things that were designed and built like in the back in the early 1900s and the 30s to the 70s. It's really cool. Yeah, so, yeah that was my it's bit. super cool. I- I like how gaming was and always will be at the the like front of all technological advancement. Yeah. It drives so much of of what yeah. we want to be able to achieve because uh mm-hmm. people are obsessed. It's addictive. <laughs> um okay, so question two, favorite character. Well, no question. Josh Gad. Yeah. No question. There's no question. He's 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 the answer to like two of my questions. He's my I can't answer express as well. enough. I just wrote down Josh Gad. I just like I, he is so it, good. Yeah. I did. I I do want to give a nod though to Peter Dinklage because I do think mm. he's hilarious. I loved his character as a child. The character as a child. Yeah. And just the weird way he enunciates, just his, like, it, it's so funny. I like how the kid is also trying to like, the kid actors trying to imitate the way Aww. Peter Dinklage, the funny way he talks. They, yeah. were, they were very funny. It was great. Very yeah. funny. I really, really enjoy it. I, I thought he was hilarious. I like his desperation with Serena Williams's. Yeah. Like, I wish, I wish, you know, the end, it, it, it ended up stupid, but mm. I thought, um, he was being really stupid and sleazy and I just love how it was like, yeah, everyone can tell that you're being dumb and yeah. sleazy. Like this is, it, yeah. you're humiliating yourself. <laughs> he was, was yeah. very funny to me. It was terrible. Um, yeah. But just, yeah, just, oh, oh there's just oh, such funny little bits with him. But uh, question number three then, would you play this game? Would you be any good at it? What Was there anything... You've said Pac-Man to mm. me yeah, before, pa- yeah. Pac-Man, yeah, Pac-Man, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, you were saying, like, these were made in the 80s. By the time it got to me in the 90s, it was on computer, yeah. not on arcade. So I didn't play any of this stuff at arcade. I played it on my computer or even on small devices, maybe. I can't really mm. remember, to be perfectly honest, or through the TV, maybe. You'd yeah. put it in the little consoles. And then um, Tetris did make an appearance. Oh, it did make an appearance in this movie and yeah, I, I played it on the computer and I decided I used to play so much Tetris and I decided that I would do some market research and play online Tetris. <laughs> and so I did go to play Tetris online, <clears throat> got to level seven, started to go downhill. I did get to level eight. I got a score of 51,314 well in my first play in like 20 years. <laughs> and I found that the Tetris music was like technified. And I liked it. It was like... I love the Tetris music. I didn't mind the technified version, but once it got towards the end, I found it very, very stressful. It's so stressful. And you're right, though. I completely forgot about Tetris. And that, yeah, oh my God, I used to play that so much. Yeah. And I did play it I'm bad. I definitely played Tetris on a console because I know I played... I know I had, like, a uh, controller to do it because that's how you were able to kind of get there. And I remember the first time I tried to... Like, I downloaded a mobile version and played it on my phone and it was just like, no, I don't like this. I need the... I don't like the tapping. Give me the... I need the controller. I've always been bad. I've always waited for ages for the long stick one. Yeah. That's my... I'm just terrible. (laughs) Yeah, everyone. And you're building everything up to one side (laughs) all the way up to the top. 
waiting for the long <laughs> stick happening. and then it gets like three and then, and then you're screwed and you have to start like you have to start just dropping things in and having holes and gaps and it's just getting worse and worse and you're just waiting <laughs> and then it finally comes but you're too <laughs> high up and you can't turn it around anymore and you can't fit it oh and yeah i think you, and you're right pac-man as well i loved pac-man Pac-Man's a great game. I think I'd like that, but I'd like a cartridge for it, like a like a console version, not not on my phone. I don't want to play it on my phone. I'd like an old. There was this. Um, there's different types of arcade games, right? So you've got like different types of um, uh, cabinets, and there's one that you can get. And there was a bar that I was in in Canada that used to have one, and it was like a little tabletop. So it was just like a small square. Yeah. And it had the screen built into it and you could, it was two players. Yeah. So you could just sit on a stool on either side and ha- I'd like one of them in my house. Mm. Yeah. There's a bar like that near my house. It's fantastic. Yeah. Like, old, I love it. I love fashion. that. Um, and then, yeah, I just think that would be really fun. I like that kind of, mm. I'd like, I'd like one of them. Um, okay. So question number four, I've got a couple of answers for this. Uh, most fun, funniest moment. Oh my God. The soldier lineup, Josh Gad. Obviously Josh Gad. He's like, your worst nightmare. It looks like someone forgot to send the best of the best of the best. And he's like, are you guys soldiers or the cast of Magic Mike? Are you going to fight or are you going to dance naked? <laughs> that was so funny. That was like my first, that was like the first appearance of the Josh Gad. And he just was... That was yeah. so funny. It was so weird and sexual and you just didn't know what was going on and either did he and either did they. <laughs> I, I love the moment with him at the, at the beginning. With the chloroform? With the chloroform? What's that? It's moisturizer. It's just moisturizer. Yeah, it's just moisturizer. Is that chloroform? Are you going to kidnap me? It's just hilarious. It's so funny. Um, I have a, I have, I can't even remember who said this line, but there's just a line in it where they just said, "If you take away all the libraries, how will the children learn to read?" I think it's Adam Sandler taking the piss out of the president or something, and I just really liked the line. I don't know why, but uh, my favorite is uh, Peter Dinklage going up to the creator of Pac-Man. I made your game a bitch. <laughs> they're all like respect and do you speak Japanese and he's like no no and they all have signs of respect yeah and then he just says <laughs> I wish I had written down what the the adventure of Pac-Man said to Pac-Man I wish because it was funny oh the creator uh oh the actual real creator Toru Otani is actually in the movie but he doesn't play the guy who's playing the creator it was very funny this is not who you are. This is not the one I raised. This is not the boy I raised. Or I don't know. I raised you to be good. You're good. No, but it's it it is like because it is that moment where you're just like it's such a classic tropey moment. I am your creator. I am your father. You will. You know. Yeah. I can talk you down. I know you're gonna do this. <laughs> it's basically the um, what was it? Uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Or Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's a trope. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So have you got any other funny moments? I thought there was a lot of funny moments in this movie, to be fair. As silly as it is, I I laughed out loud a lot throughout this. 
there were a lot of like dumb tropey things that were kind of funny but but like didn't really make me laugh most of almost a hundred percent of what made me laugh was josh Gad. yeah because he committed so much to all the gags and he went he really went for it so it was it was good it was surprising (laughs) what is that it's moisturizer (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right okay question number five um is there any nod to real world gaming or facts or anything sciencey or anything you would like to bring into this conversation well, there's a whole lot of flappy, flappy blah where they were talking. They were like, we use the energy force field technology from the cube to develop mini <laughs> generators. And I, there was like a lot of words. I, I was trying to write it down to see if I could kind of pick up on it. And I was like, eh, nah. But um, why is there a trampoline at DARPA? <laughs> why not? We don't know what DARPA would be up to. And also, there's an actual optics table at DARPA. I thought that was cool. Like a real one. Right? I mean, you do those things, but yeah. wasn't there? There was a for reals one. I yeah. Mean, but it would be in a, maybe a dark room. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. But anyway, yeah, there was a real, that, that was yeah. a thing. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, okay. I was curious about whether... Um, it's such a weird thing, but it's never really occurred to me. I always just assumed that we have sent out time capsules. Um, so I was like, is that a thing that we've actually done? And we kind of have, but not in the way that I thought we had. So there is technically four time capsules in space because um, Pioneer 10 and Pioneer 11 spacecrafts both have a pair of anodized aluminium plaques uh, that feature a pictorial message. And then there are the two Voyager... um, spacecrafts that also have the two the golden records and the golden records and voyager contain sounds and images selected to portray the diversity of life and culture on earth they've been attached to spacecraft for the possible benefit of space travelers in the distant future and you can look it up you can look Mm. up the types of pictures and stuff they can't they they can't show you it's on nasa but they can't show you everything that's on voyager on the um golden record because of copyright issues or something but you can see a bunch of them and it is just a bunch of kind of pictures that are supposed to kind of depict humanity and nature and and that kind of stuff. So it's interesting. Um, cool. And the the picture picture messages, we can actually probably post a picture of it uh, the, on the plaques that kind of are supposed to indicate where we are, what our kind of structure is, I guess, or or like you know, what humans and, and things like that. So basically, yeah. Come and eat us is what we're saying. Um, but there was one cute little kind of uh, gaming thing that was in it that I thought was nice. And I just wanted to read this, which is that the video game high scores that are in the movie are based on real scores. So Adam Sandler's character, Sam Brenner, his Pac-Man score of 3,333,360 is the highest score you can actually get for the game. And it was first achieved by player Billy Mitchell. Um, there's a higher mm-hmm. score possible on the Namco Pac-Man anniversary edition machines, but this is the original one. And then um, Ludlow Lamanasov's centipede score of 16,389,548 is a one point higher than the real life marathon world record set by Jim Schneider. And then Eddie Plant's um, Donkey Kong score of 1,068,100 is 100 points higher than Hank Cheen's former world record. 
Cool. Yeah, I just thought I just thought that was interesting. It was kind of like they they looked at like what the real records are and then just kind of um, chucked them down. So I just thought that was cool. Okay, that's it. Oh, very nice. Um, final comments. I have final comments. Yes. Um, my first final comment is my penultimate comment is um. Oh God! When we will rock you started playing with the Donkey Kong scene, my eyes rolled all the way to the back of my head. I was like, "Ugh, are you fucking serious?" It was terrible. My other comment is that Lady Lisa is literally a trophy. Like they even say those yeah, are yes. trophies. Oh my God! Yeah, she's literally a trophy. And then Serena William is also a trophy for Peter Dinklage's character. So women are now trophies. Yeah, openly. No, we've like, always been. This trophies. movie's like just. We've always been trophies, but this movie's just like, yeah, cool, women are trophies, no problem. We don't need, yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't understand when like we come so far and feminism comes so far, and then along comes this movie, and they're just like, yeah, so what? Women are trophies. I just really boils my blood. <laughs> really, it's like you don't care. You don't care about all the progress. Doesn't matter to you. No. Oh, okay, great, great. I mean, I just accept that there's just still movies that are just trash. Like when it comes to these types of things, there's still movies that are just going to follow these tropes, follow this like standard, like scripted idea of, you know, this is the, this is the good guy. This is the, the hot girl. This is the, yeah. you know, he saves the day. She, yeah. She's thankful. Like, yeah. We haven't learned any lessons. No. We won't impart them to this generation, new generation. Nope. <laughs> um, <sighs> I just wanted yours. So what I, one thing I just wanted to say was that I really, really, really did want to try and see if there was a, an edit on YouTube, which is just all of Josh Gad scenes, because then I would just watch that over and over again. Um, but I can't find one. So could somebody please make one? <laughs> um, I had I had one comment, but we've already talked about it, where it's just like, when did they have the time to make the team suits? Why did they make the team suits? What the fuck is going on with the team suits? Uh, but my biggest final comment is a what the fuck moment. And I had to like so hard because I was like, firstly, I, you just met him. You're crying in your cupboard and left him alone with your child. Now you're drinking in your cupboard with this random stranger who's in your house. As if I would even like anyone who had to come into my house to fix anything. As if I would like be okay with him coming upstairs to my bedroom. Then he's in the fucking cupboard with you and you're drinking together. Then you both get called and you both, after very clearly being really smashed drunk in the cupboard. Because you almost kissed. I'm so drunk. Oh my God, I'm just emotional and drunk. And then you got in your car and you drove to the fucking White House. Ah, uh, yeah. Michelle Moynihan. She's... Like, like I, she's basically just beautiful, and then it's all very tropey. Like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, rolling her eyes at him, and uh, what can I she's say? The, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm the slightly stuck. They don't up, even try with her yeah, character. I'm like, you know, they don't even. Try. I'm prim and proper, and you're just, oh, you're too trashy for me. It was just that whole thing, but it was just more the fact that, like, oh, I'm gonna be play- a big bitch. And you're like, yes, but you guys are gonna fall in love at the end. Yeah. Well, okay. Like I just checked out pretty early. I, I was just it was such a silly little thing, but it just really fucked me off that I was like, you you both you've both just acted a scene where you're both very, very drunk and now you've both just gotten in cars and driven to work. Smashed. Rocked up to the White House, hammered fucking drunk in your car. Like just no. Just mm. this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. They're not the strong parts. <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler, Michelle Monahan, and Kevin James are not 
the strength the strength strength of the movie of is Josh Gad and his moisturizer Josh Gad Peter Dinklage <laughs> and Peter Dinklage Josh Gad <laughs> I was just trying to see if I can find anything on YouTube with Josh Gad, and so I'm so excited to just watch all of it. It's different stuff. Oh, if we could just... But there's one, there's one for extra TV. It's entitled "Our Interview with Peter Dinklage and Josh <gasps> Gad Goes Completely Off the Rails." Perfect, I can't wait. Perfect. I'm watching that immediately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then that's Pixels. Um, thank you so much for listening. You can join us in two weeks' time, and we will be doing. Ready Player One. That's the one. Sorry, my brain checked out for a second. Okay, cool. Uh, let's all go and watch a Peter Dinklage and Josh Gad interview video going off the rails right now. Immediately. Do it. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. 